Apartheid Suppressed Crimes of Intelligence Part 3 continues. Um, there is a deliberate part that I left out which was part 1 from the quiet joyful noise. Now I have left a gap again. This is part 3. Now this man was born with tagnet brains and no one conceived a black folk from a dusty street of Soweto would enter this career-protected, white-dominated arena of the computer business world. I'm talking aka Starman Zito. Computers, I'm continuing from Mr. Terrific D. Now, aka Zito is another genius also from Soweto. He used to repair computers. He was a programmer. He was also an engineer in computers and he was dynamic. In South Africa, apartheid was a formalized oppressive system whose laws were practiced openly and legitimately throughout the country by the white regime. So prehistoric was this system that it became criminal to practice, practice it in the modern day world or trade in the world and advanced economies. It was a primitive thought pattern which dominated the mindset of the Africana psyche and therefore was to a point where it had to be stopped and the country boycotted it by trading partners worldwide. They called it haven while it was African hell. Two worlds coexisting as one. Politicians seeing nothing wrong with that picture. How has the past change, changed and affected the attitudes of all white South Africans since 1994 to continue to encourage the spirit of togetherness and forward thinking to redefine our true potential colors as a nation? The answer to this question is in the heart of each citizen, my friend. But as for me, I'm not impressed or happy with what I currently experience in my backyard people in in south africa especially the average black folks seem to have lost their plot including the top brass now lately they think they are entitled to everything even to the detriment of allowing their self-destruction to initiate private projects or enterprises without government intervention and interferences what is the plot a personal plan of self-development by black folks in brackets, I quote, should not be seen as a final destination for one's personal growth and progress, unquote, but a journey of continuous vision to fight for improvement. Reinventing oneself, establishing a disciplined work ethic, good moral principles, and to live in harmony with the other beings and creatures, setting goals and dedicating to long-term community participation, exploring new careers and coping with change and learning from other Western cultures in order to stay above challenge. To be the best in the world, one needs to keep looking to new horizons and seeking the divine quest for clarity of purpose. The Beijing Olympic Games is a perfect reflection and an example of South Africa's collective input and products of apartheid suppressed crime of intelligence. 
of a third kind. Our athletic team's performance bears testimony of how poor our standards and lack of vision has become since 1994. The passion for excellence, performance and achievement or sense of purpose has been lost in the illusion of thinking that the liberation honeymoon is not over yet. Life is a journey of exploration and self-discovery. Every country or nation around the globe that has reached the pinnacle of its wisdom and global domination in specific fields of science and humanities or education continues to do so without reservation to recognize and invest in the potential and talent of its own people. The West, Europe and Asia are an inspiration of tireless search for perfection and improvement of technology and massive injection of investment in human capital and development. I would expect the South African government and leadership of the previous presidents, including the current, to share the same sentiments and aspirations of forging ahead beyond political petty power struggles that defeats the vision to see the big picture ahead. For 15 years, our political and business leaders have stopped dreaming to motivate and inspire a nation with a new vision beyond 2010 or attempt to unify our nation with a single sense of purpose to revitalize the economy and create jobs while building confidence and social security for its citizens. Our nation's soccer team failed to inspire and captivate the imagination of a nation or rather convince me of their passion to qualify in the quarterfinals of the 2010 FIFA Soccer Games. Failure by our government and ex-presidents, you know who, to support and find solutions to fight HIV-AIDS pandemic is not only an embarrassment to our Africanness for his poor legacy as a president, but rather a pure damning arrogance on his part to understand facts and take responsibility in finding a solution that is paramount to violation of human rights and should be punished by law. The big picture ahead is that the economic success and strength of a country or nation lies with nourishing the brain power and talent that strives to find and discover new things and products of innovative nature. Building practical, formal and informal institutions and community structures to allow students, free thinkers and the public to engage and try out new inventions. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to end the, this podcast. I will continue on part number five. If you want to get the more substance, more substance about the content of this podcast, please visit the link below this podcast. It's called The Quiet Joyful Noise. Thank you for listening. <laughs>